Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with episode 124 of the Tutor Podcast, talking on common sense about how to start, grow and love your tutoring, teaching and coaching business. Now, today I want to talk about something pretty personal to me, which, given the recent change of events, the lockdown and such like, has become a massive issue, not just for myself, but for a good many people whose lifestyles changed radically. And it's about staying healthy and, by extension, staying alive. Now, I've been a tutor for 21 years and teaching guitar. And the last 13 years of that, I've been full-time. I'm proud to say that I've always been fit and in pretty good shape for that time. Because I realised that deep health and energy are the foundations of life. You know, you should never neglect them. Without that, it's very, very hard to stay in business and work at the kind of hours with the focus and energy and drive that I've had. And during the lockdown period, it's it's been very difficult to sustain that because I've been working flat out to to move things online, to keep business going, to make sure that my property stuff doesn't fall apart at the seams. That means doing a lot of work, liaising with tenants and putting more deals together. So my, my weight has gone up to £208. Now, that's nearly 15 stone, and I'm only 5 foot 10. If you want it in metric, that's getting on for 95 kilos. To put this into some kind of context, this is the heaviest I've ever been in my life. Even more when I was a gym rat and lived in Kiev, I was in the gym six days a week pumping iron. And compared to when I was racing bicycles back in my 20s, when I weighed only 72 kilos, I consider myself to be a total lard arse. Worse than that, though, was it was making me feel lethargic. And I, I just thought, I've, I've got to a crisis point here. Either I continue doing this or I have to change it. And it'll have massive effect on me and on the business. Because my teaching business, essentially, is me. So this is my crisis point, my wake-up call. And I had to get real honest with myself. And that's the key to absolutely everything. Be honest with yourself. Take a good Look at yourself. If your health, your energy levels, your fitness is not what you want, be honest about it. Then ask yourself a couple of questions. What's working for me? That's the first one. What am I doing right? And then what's not working? When you figure those two things out, the process of improving your fitness can start all over again. Because I've done this before. So it's not news to me. The first thing you must do is stop eating poison. Get away from all the foods that don't help you. Um, I grew up being told that a whole grain diet and lots of milk was good for me. Absolute bullshit. 
milk is not good for me. I'm lactose intolerant. And anything with grain and gluten in just makes me ill. It's like I've been shot with a dart. So a cheese sandwich for me is like being shot with a tranquilizer dart. So if you can imagine a, a 250 kilo rhinoceros, rhinoceros charging across the African veldt being shot by some guy in a helicopter with a tranquilizer dart because they want to do some kind of weird science on it. That's me. You want to bring me down, give me a cheese sandwich. In fact, give me two cheese sandwiches because I love those. So you've got to stop eating poison. The next thing you really want to do is stop doing stupid shit. Now I'm going to use that word because it's blunt. So if it offends you, I'm sorry. Just stop doing stupid shit. Anything that you realize is not good for you, just stop doing it. It's not hard. Now look back at everything you've done when you're in the kind of shape you wanted to be in, when you were functioning at a high level. Look at what had worked before. Because almost everybody has had some time in life where they've been in good health. So look back down the timeline and figure out what you were doing back then. For me, it was when I was on a strict vegetarian diet where I ate no sugar. I didn't eat any processed foods. In fact, I wouldn't eat any food that I hadn't prepared myself. And this wasn't paranoia. I didn't think that people were out to poison me. It's just that I realized if I had no control over the ingredients that were going into my food, then I could fall victim to just about anything. The next thing that works really well for me is playful exercise. I remember a few years ago, I laughed my way around a marathon. I'm just high-fiving everybody, joking, clowning around, and generally annoying the serious runners by not being very serious about the whole process. It was a day out running around, talking to people, and being daft. Something else that runs for, that works, edit that. Something else that works for me personally is what's called barefoot running. In other words, I, I wear Vibram five finger shoes, which have zero padding. They have no shock absorption whatsoever. They're just there to keep sharp bits of glass and rubbish out of my feet. And changing over to that for me was massive because conventional shoes and a plethora of bicycle crashes had left my knees pretty wrecked. And I couldn't run more than about a half a mile before the pain started in conventional shoes. Changing over to those essentially barefoot shoes means that I can run a marathon and I don't get sore knees. Now that's pretty bloody cool. So if you want to have a look at that, you might want to have a look at a TED talk called Are We Born to Run? by Christopher McDonald. Okay. Something else that works for me is to have a shopping list. Um, having a shopping list just reduces the chances you're going to pick up stuff that doesn't work. Because the battle for your health and your wealth and your longevity is actually won and lost in the aisles of Tesco and Aldi and Sainsbury's and Morrison's, all the rest of them. And my list is probably different to most people's in that I have a list of healthy food pre-printed. I simply tick the boxes of what I need to pick up this week. 
That allows me to have absolutely anything I want, just as long as it's on the list. So go have a look in your fridge and see what's in there. Because if you want to know how healthy someone is, just take a look in their fridge. If it's full of beer and chocolate and processed foods and meat and dairy and cheese and stuff, you know what you're going to be encountering when you meet the person to whom that fridge belongs. So use a shopping list, the right kind of shopping list. The very next thing for your health is take care of your environment, your posture, because these two things actually go hand in hand. Get yourself some good lighting in your workspace. Without good lighting, you're going to be straining at everything, twisting around, trying to get the light in the right place. And that's just hard. It doesn't need to be that way. Lay your work area out properly so that workflow is simple. When I'm doing my online lessons, for instance, at the moment, I have a really nice swivel chair. Everything is at the right working height for me. The microphone's on a boom stand in front of me. Everything falls easily to hand so that I'm not twisting and stressing my back all the time. Because the whole point of this is to reduce the amount of stress that I'm feeling. Because when you're stressed, physically, emotionally, mentally, you release stress hormones, which affect the production of fat in your body. So the next thing you want in your environment is ventilation. Got to have airflow. No point being stuck in a room if it's 25 degrees, blazing hot and you're dehydrating. So take care of your ventilation. And as I just said, don't dehydrate. Make sure you're getting plenty of water when you're thirsty. Don't just drink water for the sake of it. I think it's a really dumb thing to do. So I guess the real thrust of this is look after you, your health. Because without it, how can you thrive? Don't chase the wealth at the expense of your health. You've got to think long term about this. As a business person, you want to go into every business encounter, every business day with boundless energy, mental clarity and focus, which you can't get if you're poisoned by crab food and you're dragging a couple of stones of extra lard around. It's just not going to happen. You're going to feel rotten. Something that is an ugly truth, and I'm going to give it to you anyway, is that the better you look and the better you feel, the more attractive you are to the people with whom you interact on a business and on a personal level. That makes you a better asset for the business. You are more valuable if you look better and you feel good. It's not a particularly politically correct statement to say that good looking people get more stuff and they get better stuff. But it is true. All the research supports this. The other reason I want to be this way, I want to be healthy and vital and focused and energetic is I want to set an example to everybody I encounter, to my tribe, my special tribe of amazing lunatics, maniacs and eccentrics. They're my students, by the way. And yes, I do call them that to their face. I'm their leader. In some way, I'm their leader and I'm going to lead them by example all the time.
every time they meet me, they're going to find me excited, energetic, focused. And I'm going to give them a template to live up to if I can. And that's not arrogance. It's just the fact that as an authority position figure in their life, I am a leader in some small way. So let me just wrap all this up right now is make some changes. If you're not feeling 100 percent and you're not looking after your health, you're missing a trick from a business point of view. Make some small changes which over long time morph and transform into a lifestyle. I really want to use the word transmogrify here because it implies a kind of a magic. Um, me, I've just had a crisis point. I've got to be the fattest and heaviest I've ever been in my life. And waking up feeling like you've been poisoned or, you know, as full of self-contempt as when I used to be a falling down drunk years ago. That's not a good place to be. And it's down to what I've been eating. The old saying that you are what you eat. Well, cliches become cliches for a reason, don't they? Because they're true. And usually because they are accurate and pithy summations of the situation. You are what you eat. You eat crap food, it's going to poison you. Remember that as a business person, how you move and how you look, how you act is how you're perceived. If you're fat and slow and lacking in energy, you're going to be perceived as lazier and stupid than you actually are. Unless, of course, you are completely lazy and stupid and you listen to this, so I guess you're not. Now, above all else, keep yourself alive, keep yourself healthy, because if you are too sick to teach, how can you help anyone else to achieve their potential? Now, you don't have to be ripped and cut like a high-performance athlete, but stay on top of your health, guys. It matters. It'll bring you to your knees or it'll excite you every morning. I'm taking control of mine because I've just had a wake-up call, an absolute crisis day. And I'm sharing this with you because it matters. It matters that we're all around to help our tribes. My students will be lost without me. This is what they've told me. And I don't want to let them down. And I don't want to miss another day, another opportunity to do what I love to do with people I absolutely adore. Making noise, making changes for them and showing them that they are capable of way more than they've been told. So look after yourself, guys. Because if you look after you, you can help the people around you. You're a long time dead. And I think that our personal goals here should be to be boundlessly energetic, mentally focused and sharp right up until the day we keel over dead from overuse. So let's wrap up. Let me know how you think about this, what your response is to this and how you're looking after your health and your longevity too. You know, I'm here to listen to you guys, not just talk to this microphone and get it out there. So get in touch. Uh, it's info 
at neilcamado.com and you can always find me on Twitter where I am at Tudor Podcast. You know, I realize I don't have all the answers. I've just got some answers that have worked for me, are working for me. And behind me, I've got a mountain of cock-ups and mistakes from which to pull experience. So if you're not already subscribed, hit the subscribe button, leave a review, and you'll automatically get the latest updates as soon as they're live. That wraps it up for today, guys. Join me next time on the Tutor Podcast, where it's all about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes, and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate, and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow, and love their tutoring businesses.